so we have a project. We have a project. We call it OM Champion Project. Hello and uh, welcome back to the Marseille View. Uh, I'm Stefan and for today's episode we've got a little bit of a special edition episode so something a bit different again uh, themed around the uh, Mercato. <coughs> so because uh, Marseille have just recently signed some new players, one of them, Eliman uh, Njaya, um, who joins from Sheffield United, um, is the player we're going to look at today and to help me do that, we're joined by uh, a guest uh, from a Sheffield United podcast. So I've got Chad, um, who's from the red half of Sheffield. How are you, Chad? Oh, not bad. Uh, just uh, a little upset that you guys took our star boy from us. But uh, other than that, it's I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to have a chat about the new signing, uh, find out a bit more about him um, as a player and what we can expect as uh, as Marseille fans. Um, there's quite a lot of excitement about this player actually uh, um, amongst uh, OM fans because I think well people seen a bit of, bit of him at the I think at the World Cup um, and he's got because he's got some connection previous history with with the club and the city. Uh, I think he's not actually originally from Marseille, but he did live there and play for the, the youth side um, when he was a kid um, before moving, uh, I think, back to Senegal in the UK. So like, there's, there's a kind of emotional connection there and he's seen as a, a, a big OM fan. So the, the a lot of OM fans are kind of bought into that. So they're quite excited about him, but I don't know how much people have actually seen him play before, um, especially since he's been playing in the uh, championship. But yeah, um, we'll get we'll get we'll, we'll get down to that um, just in a minute. But um, Chad, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself first and your podcast and where people can find out a bit more about what you're doing? Yeah, uh, I've been a Sheffield United fan, and it's probably weird to your listeners. Um, yeah, I do have an American accent. I do live over in the states, and no, I don't support any of the top six clubs and in England or any of the big ones in the world, but I've been a United fan for about seven years now and, and followed us from the trials and tribulations of us being bottom of league one, Chris Wilder coming in and us going on an incredible journey all the way to the prem. And then a little thing called COVID happened and messed it all up. And um, yeah, then we went down to the championship for the last two years and uh, just recently got promoted to the championship. So I started, um, as most people probably did, our podcast, me and Noah, who is in California, and oddly enough, we've never met in person. We've just met over the, um, the internet. Uh, three years ago, we started it, um, and it's turned into something that is enjoyable, and it's a passion, and it's turned into a hobby for both of us. But, um, yeah, if you guys want to know uh, 
about Sheffield United from an American point of view, you can check us out on all podcast for uh, platforms, Spotify, Apple, whatever you, wherever you find your um, podcast, and you can check us out at Red at at Red Sheffield on Twitter. We have an Instagram, Red Half Sheffield. We're on Facebook. We have a YouTube channel where we release videos every few weeks. I'll start doing match previews for our games coming up this season. Um, yeah, so just check us out wherever. And if if you're inter- interested in finding out about Sheffield United from an American point of view, I highly rate you check it out. Fantastic. Um, okay, so um, just kind of moving on then, we'll chat about, about the player. So uh, firstly, just an obvious question, like what what's, he, what's this player like? What's his playing style like, position? What can we expect kind of player is, uh, is in Jaya? He is, he is, honestly, he's the best Sheffield United player I've ever seen. And, you know, I've only been around for a short time, but if you ask people that have followed the club for 50, 60 odd years, he's the be- one of the best players to ever play in the red and white of, of United. And he's just a transform. I, I don't know. He's, he's like, to sum up his playing style is like when he has the ball at his feet, he just, he can do anything with it. Uh, he netted 14 goals and 11 assists last year in the championship was very influential to us getting promoted to the prem. Um, he will just, he can pick the ball up at his feet and just go on runs. He can turn defenders inside out. He's not afraid to shoot. He's not a very selfish player either. He likes to incorporate his teammates. I mean, he at United, we had a good core group of core players last season, and he was the head of it. He, now, granted, he wasn't our club captain. He'd only been at United for a total of four years. But, I mean, if he would have stayed in the summer, he would probably have been on number 10. They were going to hand the shirt over to him and, and whatnot. But he is just a a talent that him playing at a bigger level is going to get him a lot of lot of exposure and he's going to be a name that a lot of people are going to get to know over the coming you know three four years i'd say okay so um it's pretty strong stuff um so i guess one of the things that kind of wondering is like um just about his uh best position um so we play um we've got a new coach marcelino um, and he tends, it seems like he's likely to play a four-four-two. Um, so like with two kind of attacking midfielders in the wings, um, you know, like kind of like wingers, stroke attacking midfielders. And I guess, how do you think he would fit into that kind of system? Are we likely to see him? Is he most suited playing out wide or through the middle, or up front? Like, what what do you think we we should expect? The best position, honestly, for him is we we. If you look back at our our formations, you know, on paper last year it had him paired up front, but oftentimes he would uh, be sat in the role sitting just behind the striker. 
I mean, he has attacking prowess on him, and he's not afraid to take a take on a a, a chance. But he links up really well with strikers. So if you put him, if you slot him in that role behind the center forward, he's that that's where he flourishes. Now, if you have to put him up front by himself, he's not there yet, but he's still so young and his game can get, will eventually get polished. And I wouldn't be, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see him playing that striker role, but it right now, his talents are set him in behind the striker and let him go. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, so we can maybe expect him to see playing more through the middle up front then. Um, okay, um, so you mentioned about him being a good sort of a good sort of team player and stuff. Like what? Like one of the things that um, our system will expect is that players putting a lot of work off the ball as well. So like pressing and doing their fair share of work defensively. Is that something that he is able to contribute in his game? Yeah, I mean, he is not afraid to track down the ball, track back in, in, in win possession. If he loses out, it's not one of those he throws his hands up and, and runs, runs away. He runs towards the ball to try and win the possession back. And I've seen it on countless numbers of times last season and the season prior. He just he, – he's, he's a player that everybody wants in their team. He's not just about attacking, attack, attack, attack. He's also – his defensive skills are not the best, but like I said earlier, he's still young in his game, and he'll ju- he's just going to keep polishing those talents and, and get better. Okay. Does he have any like uh, bad qualities, deficiencies to his game that you think really needs some work? Honestly, I mean, he... He could be more selfish. Honestly, if that's something that I would say is he would be a, he was really passive in some moments where he should have been more selfish. So if, if, if that's something to, to work on, I would say, you know, if he has an opportunity, he doesn't always have to lay it off or pass it away to somebody to, you know, help better themselves he needs to just almost grab the game by the scruff of the neck and at some instances and and you know take take a, a hold of the game and go and get that you know a game winning goal yeah yeah of course okay um how high do you think his ceiling is then as a player like how far can he go if if you know he doesn't get snake bitten by injuries or anything like that I mean, I really don't think there is a ceiling. I mean, he he can go on to be one of the best players in the world, in my opinion. Now, that's, I mean, that's even with me taking my red and white tinted glasses off. Um, but no, I, I believe that he could be one of the the biggest, best players in the world if he if he chooses to do what's right with for him in you know keep you know growing in in if he has a really great season at Marseille and puts his name on the map because he's still on kind of on the periphery if he puts his name on the map yeah I mean it, it, there's there's really no ceiling for 
Illuminati. He he can go on to be. I I don't want to say Messi and Ronaldo, obviously, because those are generational talents. But he can he can go on to be a name that is known across Europe. Yeah, it's interesting, like, because I mean, those are that's that's a those are bold claims, but um, I have like spoken to other Sheffield fans. Um, I live in Yorkshire myself, and uh, one of my friends has seen very similar things about him, which and it kind of shocked me. Um, but he does. It seems like he's yeah. There's a lot of people that um that rate him very very highly. So um yeah, I I guess I the one thing that I wonder about that is like why aren't other big clubs why weren't they trying to get him if he's if he's this talented like why is he going to Marseille <laughs> well that's see that I mean he didn't have any interest from anybody in England right now because I think you know obviously the whole England tax and playing for but he he didn't really you know Sheffield United yes we he he helped us get gain promotion Obviously, Marseille is his boyhood club. He loves the club. So that's where he wanted to go. That's why the interest in the two clubs. But if he would have played a season in England, we in the Prem, we, they would have had the, the big six clubs would have been beaten down the door to get him. Because if he would have if he would have played anywhere near how he played last year in the championship and, and got 14, 15 goals and 10, 12 assists, I mean, everyone his price tag would have skyrocketed. We probably could have got him for, if he didn't go to Marseille, we probably could have got 30 to 35, maybe even 40 million pounds next year. If he had a season similar in the Prem this year and kept us and not only kept us up, that would have been, that would have been everything we could ask for. Mm, yeah. Um, I have, I do one, one thing that I'm wondering about is, um, has, um, mental qualities and um you know the reason i mean I, there's some maybe indication here about like his strength of character anyway just looking at his journey because it looks like he's had quite an interesting route to perfect to to reach the level that he's got to in professional football so like he's kind of come up through a sort of low level um clubs background so i think he was playing for boreham woods or something before he got picked up by Sheffield. So he's kind of not really like come through the traditional route, like um, a big club's youth system and sort of worked his way up um, and maybe got his sort of opportunity a little bit later um, than some young players do. Um, but yeah, I'm guessing, I guess I wonder like if, if there's any indication about his sort of mental qualities, strength of character. And the reason why I ask this is, Marseille is quite a high-pressure environment to play in. The fans expect a lot, and there's a lot of pressure on this signing already. It seems like there's a lot of expectations, um, and when things aren't going well at Marseille, like the fans can very quickly turn on the players, um, and we've seen it regularly. You know, almost like every other season when we have a bit of a nightmare, um, things can go really sour. Um, how do you think he? will be able to cope with the demands of a, a very like volatile uh, fan base? It, he'll be able to handle it fine. I have no doubt of that. I mean, he was he was here when, you know, we had a bad barren run of form. And, you know, he 
he kept playing and it's just his form didn't drop one bit. He was, it was almost like he was the one, you know, when we had our bad Baron run, he was, you know, energizing the, the, the side and saying, come on, we got to limp this over the line. We got to get over the line. We got to get promoted. And it was, it, I think he is mentally strong. I don't think there's going to be any question of, you know, when it goes bad, I mean, I don't see him folding under the pressure, not one bit. Okay, bro, that's good to hear. Um, like, it's probably my last question, to be honest. Um, like, how's he signing at Marseille viewed among Sheffield United fans? Uh, well, it it was not received well. Um, in in honestly. I was over the, the transfer saga because one minute it was staying, one minute it was going, one minute it was going, staying, going. And so it was flip, it was flipping like flip flopping like fish in a pan. And it's like, if he's going to go, let him go. He clearly, he then a couple hours or a couple days before he comes out and says, oh, he's going to stay. He's going to stay. It's like, thank God it's over. And then it, all of a sudden you get, I get the, the read the internet and it says, Oh, he's agreed to, go to Marseille and I was like well hell and if, if you you were on Sheffield United to anybody on Sheffield United Twitter I mean they were melting down oh my god we're gonna get relegated blah 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 he's he's you know he was so influential in our bid to stay up this season so I mean it's a you know it's a lot of like grieving on on parts of of some individuals and you know obviously it'll go on and you know hopefully he's a good player I want nothing but the best for him at Marseille but um it just feels like the club didn't do everything possible to keep him but I mean at the end of the day money talks and if you want to go play for your boyhood club you might as well you might as well do it yeah and I think like some of us especially like older football fans would kind of like still buy into that kind of romantic uh idea that you know a player who supports a club or who's you know his, his hometown club is uh is it, yeah it sort of represents something and can give something that other players can um, i don't know in reality if that's the case but yeah it's a, it's, a, it's, it's an appealing story from our side um and if it works out it's a beautiful story um i get what I, the, the fee though i just it's quite a lot of money for us um for a French club to be spending. Um, I know transfermarket.com uh, says 17 million euros. I, I, I believe the fee is actually higher than that. Like, um, Is that like a good deal for Sheffield though? Because, you know, a club going into the Premier League, they usually expect, they, they're, they're not skin, you know, they've got, they've got, they've got cash. Like, I wonder if you think that he's probably could have got a bit more money for him. I, I was certainly hope we could. I was hoping we would get anywhere from 20 to 25. But I mean, I guess it is what it is. And in, in we took we took the deal and it is what it is. It's it's a done. It's a good. I don't want to say it's a good bit of business, but at least get some more cash flow coming to United. And hopefully we can turn that into buying a few players that can make up for the lost goal contributions of Illumin and I. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I guess sometimes when, when a player wants to go, there's not a lot you can do. Um, so you've kind of got to accept your, your bargaining powers a, bit, a little bit less than it would normally be. Um, you know, just before I let you go, um, Chad, is there any final thoughts you want to share about this player um, for OM fans? Anything you've not covered already? No, I think we pretty much uh, covered it from top to bottom. You guys are getting a... a a great player, and I, if, if he stays healthy, I hope he does. Uh, he's going to have a pretty good career at Marseille. Fantastic. Well, I uh, appreciate you joining the show and, and telling us more about uh, Eliman and Jaya. And uh, yeah, I hope for anyone listening as well, if you're interested and if you're a Sheffield United fan, um, do check out the podcast as well. Um, and yeah, thanks very much. Cheers.